Welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. This week we will be talking about Dollface, a Hulu original. Um, the second season just came out. And we'll also be talking about a lot of exciting things because TV news this week is bumping. So let's get into it. What's some exciting news you have for us, Jordan? Um, Probably in the top three of... We could have done a, several different top threes <laughs> of news only, ranking the news. But the thing I'm the most excited about is they dropped a poster and trailer for the new Taika show on HBO, Our Flag Means Death. And I hadn't really known the whole concept, but it looks so funny. It's like this nice gentlemanly like rich guy decides he wants to become a pirate but like a nice pirate and (laughs) it sounds so funny and um the lead character will be played by reese darby who he's so funny he's on flight of the concords and he's just like an old pal of taika's he's in um hunt for the wilder people like he shows up everywhere and i'm excited for him to be the lead for starters and it's just the show just looks so funny like even even cuter and funnier than i could have ever hoped you know yeah that concept alone is hilarious yeah so yeah i'm very excited taika is seems like he's actually in it a lot he plays blackbeard we're sick of that taika (laughs) stuff that we talk about and then he's never in it just a producer credit over it yeah um so yeah highly recommend watching the trailer it was a very enjoyable and that is okay great dropping on march 3rd on hbo max whoa soon that's a lot sooner than i even uh realized <laughs> until literally like we're right always now. saying that but it's that's really as soon <laughs> yeah i mean that's like in a week <laughs> yeah a week from this friday i want to say weird okay exciting None of my new stuff is ranked because I can't rank it. It's just all good. So this item is Lucas Gage is going to be in season four of You. And honestly, I was not excited about season four of You, but now I'm back in it because I love Lucas Gage. I'm like very on the Lucas Gage train right now. Taylor is a very um, Lucas Gage head. um i that is the kind of news that i just see it and i laugh happily it's so funny um perfect um also i was reading his character description and i was like okay first of all brilliant casting second of all is that not the character 40 from season two (laughs) but because it's lucas gage will allow it that's that's my character description is the warm, funny, and hard-partying son of a wealthy family who is famous for failing to meet their standards, but one thing he did learn from his parents is to do whatever it takes to get what you want. Wow, that's a great point, that it is literally just 40. <laughs> I just hope that he has a sister. Well, you know what? No, I take that back. This is where Joe explores his sexuality, because he kind of started to in season three. Only mm. only really when they had that, like, swingers night <laughs> episode. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's a great point. That's I'm just putting and it out there. 
I mean, we can thank Lucas Gage for that incredible scene in White Lotus where he gets caught with the hotel manager. Like, that was pretty much all his idea, so... I could see it going there. That's a great point. He's he's available for that. And would be interesting to see just like the perspective of it from a male because I think it kind of shows like women are dumb and don't notice that mm-hmm. their underwear is being stolen. Like <laughs> what and could it be for him? Yes, and like I mean yeah, that's a really good point that I hadn't even thought of yet. It's like the the female characters don't come off looking good because we look like we could no. just be like completely fooled by an attractive guy, which like, yeah, it it happens. But it's like we've seen that <laughs> several times over on this show and in yes. any show. Let's maybe flip that script a bit. Wow. Okay, now I'm going to be mad if it's not a love interest. Yeah, I think it'll if if it's if he's not a love interest which I sadly think there's a good chance that he will not be, but then it'll just be very repetitive. And so let's let's push the boundaries a little bit. Please. I like it. Um Olivia Rodrigo is getting <gasps> a like documentary movie on Disney Plus about the making of Sour called Driving Home to You. Um, and it involves a road trip from Salt Lake City to L.A. Um, it looks really dreamy and so good and really excited about this. And it says we're getting, like, new arrangements of songs, which yeah. I'm like, what does that even really mean? Well, I heard in the trailer, isn't there, no, I don't remember which song it is, but it's almost like I've kind of i I've never listened to the trailer with sound on, so oh my you gosh. tell me. You gotta listen to it because I think it might be, um... Um, yeah, in the trailer, they play like kind of a more like punky poppy uh a version of her song jealousy, jealousy that sounds like really, really fun and good, so Ooh, I love that, yeah, you should definitely listen to the trailer with sound because I was like, ooh, this is cool, so I'm excited to have like a recorded version of that to listen to, okay, fun, yeah. I, I wonder if there was some talk when they were making the album. It's like, well, this maybe sounds too much like good for you if we do this in this style, you know, because that's kind mm-hmm. of the vibe of it. Very fun. Honestly, I am so intrigued by like, do does every artist just film every step of their album making process in case they know that it is going to be big time? Because like this is her very first album. How did they even know that they should be recording the process? I mean, they d- you do that inevitably if like that's your job and it's something exciting. Like I personally would have lots of videos of me doing that, but it's always just really fascinating to me. Um, I had a few people text me about it when she posted like that there was something coming the next day, and they were thinking it was like a deluxe version of the album or like new songs and I was like no it's just gonna be a music video and I was being like the Debbie Downer and so I was pleasantly happy that it is kind of new songs and a movie mm-hmm. I 100% was just expecting music video type announcement it'll be I because I am really intrigued about the making of this video because she like was not famous before this no. album dropped so that's and like the kind how of are they to know? To 
Like, did they know it was going to be that big of a deal? There's no mm-hmm. way they could have known. Mm-mm. No, I'm so excited. And that is um, uh, March 25th. Cannot wait. I'm combining three news items into one with a couple of shows that they've announced a final ending. Um, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is ending with uh, season five, which is not the current season that's dropping, but the next one. Um, Atlanta will be giving us four seasons and that's it. I think we're waiting on the third season. So that makes me feel a little bit better because we're like halfway. I'm not as sad. Mm-hmm. Um, it will be sad though. Yeah. And but we've had to wait so long for this new season that it kind of feels like it already ended. So it'll just be a fun surprise that we knew about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not a surprise at all. <laughs> well, when this many shows exist out in the world, how are we supposed to remember every little thing? Exactly. So it will feel. Like and a then, surprise. uh, Stranger Things will also be um ending on season five and they are currently working on dropping season four and they're dropping season four in two parts which i'm like i'm sorry what we like everyone's waited so long for stranger things season four and now you're telling us that it's dropping in two parts and that's not even the final season there's another Mm -mm. season after that i don't like that Stranger Things has just continually lost points with me as each season comes out. And now this <laughs> thing, I just am so over it, sadly, because I love season one so much. And this, I'm just like, whatever. Why are you got to do this? People are yeah, like heartbroken. <laughs> just make it into six seasons if that's going to be the case. Like I saw yes. a tweet that was like, Season four will be the biggest season to date with, like, a runtime of nearly twice the length of any any previous season. Like, then just make another season. Why does it have to be one season? I don't get it. Because Confusing. they really could end part one. Like, even if it were season four and season five, you could, you're allowed to end a season on a cliffhanger. Like, you're going to yeah. have to anyway. Why does it have to be marketed as a two-part se- I don't I don't get it. But I don't get it with Ozark either. Not really. Having no, not but watched it. at least that's it, the final season. It makes more sense to me on a final season. Yeah, that's it true. It doesn't make as much sense, but a little bit more sense. Yeah, as you're saying that, I was confused. I was thinking that it was ending with season four. I didn't realize that five means a season after this. No, it's that's another even worse. season after this two-part season. Yeah. Well, I don't approve, I don't get but it. <laughs> no one <laughs> ever asks ask for my approval. <laughs> um, this news is for Taylor, especially Yay. for you. Um, Paramount Plus is doing a another Yellowstone spinoff prequel. What? <laughs> but this one is set in 1932. What's the other one sudden? Do we know? 1883. Oh, that's, my gosh. So 1883 so is, is the one with Faith Hill and Tim McGraw. That's the main thing I know about that season. Uh-huh. This Same. one, don't know if they've cast anyone yet, but I did find that pretty funny. 
But also does kudos it, to them because that is that means that is a successful show. Does it say that the focus is on like the Dutton family or mm-hmm. is it a different Okay. It says so it's like yeah. the generation before Kevin Costner. Yeah, I guess so. So it's like the generation in between the Tim McGraw Faith Hill Dutton family and then there's going to be this generation. Wow. I'm glad you bookmarked that because I didn't ever see that. And you don't have a Yellowstone alert on your phone? I don't. Wow. I can't because I'm not caught up yet. Mm, yeah. I'm almost point. done, though. I only have like three more episodes to go and then I'm caught up. But That was hard work to figure out how to watch it. Hard work. So that's very impressive. Thank you. Um, This news is for all of us on this oh. podcast, especially me and you. <laughs> But uh, I had never heard about this movie, but Netflix uh, is releasing a movie titled Windfall on March 18th, and it stars Lily Collins, Jesse Plemons, and Jason, is it Siegel? I always get it mixed up. It is Siegel, yes. And the trailer looks amazing and hilarious. And Jesse Plemons just looks great. I I just Aren't, love him. I almost was I couldn't I uh forgot that I was going to talk to you about this off air. So I'm so glad you're bringing it up. He, finally, he looks cute in a movie again. Yes. Um, like let him be at least a little good looking in stuff. Yes. And finally, they're letting him be cute. And I feel like he often plays kind of his power of the dog. Even Game Night character where he's, like, very, very quiet, a little odd, you know? And in this one, he's, like, sarcastic and, like, kind of, like, rude-ish, but, like, funny. And, like, we haven't seen that. So I'm really excited. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that it's age-appropriate, but doesn't it? Doesn't Lily Collins just look too young to be his wife? (laughs) Yes, she does. That's the one thing I'll say. I think her husband is the one who directed it. Yes, he is. So, which I thought was also fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I like all those people. I have a, another Netflix movie announcement I saw last week. And it's a movie called Pieces of Her, and it's starring Tony Collette um, and Jesse Barden from The End of the Effing World. Um, and one other little fun cast member is. Gendry from Game of Thrones, where you been? Yes. Um, and it's from the producers of Big Little Lies, and the trailer was very interesting because Tony Collette plays like, you know, the actress Bella Heathcote. She pops up all the random time, and she has that. Never heard of her. You'd probably recognize her. She's just one of those pretty, big-eyed actresses, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Sure. And Tony Collette is like. She's her mom, but then suddenly she starts, like, beating these guys up, like, protecting her. Like, she's a spy or an assassin or something, and so it jumps back and forth between, like, her past and her present, and her daughter's, like, trying to understand what's the deal. And it looks really... I thought the trailer looked good, so... Okay, interesting. Yeah. I haven't heard about it, but I have other Tony Collette news that I was going to bring up, so that's fun. Woohoo! Um, there is an HBO limited series about Michael Peterson and the suspicious death of his wife, Kath- Kathleen. And 
It's starring Tony Collette and uh, Michael Stolberg and Sophie Turner. And I am very excited about it. They released like some photos from it and it is dropping just all it says is the sp- Oh, it's titled The Staircase. I don't know if I said that. And it's dropping in the spring on HBO Max. Love when they say something is coming out in the spring. <laughs> like, it's spring, okay? <sighs> yeah, but no, that looks... that The pictures look good. Yeah. I always like seeing pictures from a thing. I I tend to study it more than an actual trailer. <laughs> but, Me too. Yeah. It's easier to intake. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm going to combine my last pieces because they're all like new season announcement, but not final seasons as far as I know. Um, and like renewals. Um, I saw that how I met your father got renewed for season two. So it kind of broke that curse of like Hillary Duff show not lasting or the specifically how I met your father show not working, you know? So I was like, <laughs> wow, good for them. Um, this is another Taylor news. Billions got renewed for a seventh season. Wow, I didn't even see that either. I'm so glad you're keeping track of my news for me. I'm happy to tell you all of your shows, what they're doing. I haven't been watching it because of the the main character is no longer on the show and they like kind of replaced him in a sneakily way. And I'm trying to decide if I'm like too upset by that to keep watching it. Mm. I'll probably watch it, but you're going to use a tidbit. And you can wait to see like how are people liking it. If, if it's still as good and whatnot. Exactly. Exactly. Um, well, and I was surprised because for some reason I thought that the show like ended. So it should have. It's it's, it's <laughs> a long show. Shows should just like bow out gracefully after five seasons, I think. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Um, and Barry season three is dropping April twenty fourth. A little birthday present for me. Yeah. Yeah, the picture of that they released of him, Barry has like. A beard that's like a little grown out, and I don't know how to feel about it. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bill Hader is like kind of cute in his weird way. Oh yeah, totally. The beard is good, but he his just looks face li- is. I mean, his face is very angry in the photo, so it's hard to really tell. Yeah, it's... but here we are again dissecting photos. But no, Ho yeah. Hank looks great. <laughs> Will, Great posture. Uh, who'll always love him. Um, my last piece of news is the trailer dropped for Lizza's new Amazon show. That's like a finding the best dancers that look like her. Um, it's titled Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls, and it drops on March twenty fifth. Love it. And I didn't watch the preview, but I'm excited for Lizzo. <laughs> we don't need no preview. Well, we're that generation of um of social media where I don't think like anyone watches anything with sound because they're never in a place to like really watch stuff with sound. Mm. So I always bookmark these things to go back and watch it and never do. Like I was at my parents' house and my dad was like scrolling through his Instagram and Twitter feeds and it's just like Every 10 seconds, a new video clip is playing. And I was like, can you please turn your sound off? But like that, 
that generation like listens to like watches everything with sound or else it like doesn't make sense to them where I'm like I'll watch it for a second and I'm like all right I get the gist and like bookmark it to watch later or like Mm -hmm. I just feel like our generation we don't watch anything with sound anymore no a lot of times if I'm scrolling on my phone sometimes I'm like in the bathroom and it's not like I have my airpods at all times you know no so it's like I'm not gonna listen to a loud video yeah you're taking like a little break at work or like you're in a group of friends and like someone's talking (laughs) slash even if no one's talking you still shouldn't have your sound on in public places Mm -hmm. so it's like the only time I have my sound on is when I'm in bed at nighttime exactly not that anyone needs to know that but I do think it's an interesting thing to talk about I agree because we're interesting (laughs) (laughs) that's right all right well we did it we made it through 20 minutes of tv news but all really good and fun exciting stuff it was just like usually I mean sometimes we're like scraping the bottom of the barrel for news that's like (laughs) relevant or whatever exciting and this was all I was like whoa things are like announcements are being made this is wild yeah like who decided like the middle of february is the best time to announce new tv show news stuff i mean it does suck i guess uh, yeah they're winter giving us a gift. Is, we all hate it we hate winter right now blah blah it's like okay give us stuff to look forward to i guess <laughs> <sighs> thank you tv gods <laughs> all right on to Hulu's Dollface Season 2. Um, we've previously discussed Season 1, so go back and listen to that if you just discovered Dollface. Spoiler alert, we really loved Season 1. Um, and in Season 2, they have like something the show does, which I hadn't even really realized until talking about what we should do for a top three with Jordan, is that there's a lot of like really fun business ideas. There's the clearly uh spoof of goop called womb business. And then there's also like the in season two, there's like this it's basically like the Van Gogh exhibit, but Yeah. Other stuff. <laughs> I don't even know what to call it, like but it's like a room you walk into room and anything could be on this it's like the, it's like combining the van gogh exhibit with like smart house yes brilliant brilliant way to put it thank you and then there's also one of the biggest plots of the season is a new bar that shay mitchell's character partners with lily singh um and it's a bar that's like um geared towards women which is a brilliant idea, and I had never thought about how men have the capability of just going to a bar to watch sports for free. Mm-hmm. Um, so for our top three, we are discussing business ideas from TV shows that we think are genius and wish existed in real life. All right, what's your number three business you wish was real? Well, my number three. I don't think you've never watched Silicon Valley, did you? No, I never did. One basically like their the invention they make, like the software app they make, and like 
start to get rich off of is called Pied Piper and it's an app that compresses like any files no matter how big super fast without losing any of the files quality at all and it's like really easy to store everything and every time they talk about it I would be like why don't why can't someone just invent like the like a really easy to use file compressor that's like easy that to access everyone uses mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter what file type it is and it just it just like I have flashbacks to college when I had like a big external hard drive that I had to like <laughs> uh move from apartment to apartment with had like who I don't even remember old photos and papers on that I still have because I'm still scared to throw it away (laughs) and I just think about that invention a lot actually that's a brilliant idea because it's true I have a I have like an old laptop that I don't even think works anymore but I like still have it just in case I ever needed to like get (laughs) old college things from which like yeah I don't that's funny it sounds crazy when you say it out loud but then when it comes down to it it's like why would can't I? Get I can't get rid of this. I'm gonna read all my papers to my future children. <laughs> Look at how I got an A on this. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Um. Okay, my number three is sex therapy in schools from sex education. I actually was thinking about that myself, going through like different. Like the different shows, you know, list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I mean, and not even necessarily sex therapy, but just therapy in general being super accessible in schools because it's not really a thing. And I think it will be more. I think it's already kind of moving towards that direction. But, I mean, I think it was a brilliant business idea. Mm-hmm. Great. So, Great answer. Thank you. Um, my number two, some of the, it's like so funny because I'm like, it's not really like a business per se, but it like <laughs> is an, ob- it's like a thing. So yeah, it, I have some of those too. Yeah. <laughs> what I thought of was um, the Only Murders in the Building podcast, like a podcast <laughs> where someone was recently murdered in their apartment <laughs> building and they're just like, it's like practically live updates like they're not making it after the murder is solved they're doing it while it's happening to them (laughs) and i was like i would actually love to listen to a podcast like that you know it's kind of like um the jinx on hbo but podcast form yes wow i didn't think of that and what's better than the jinx not much not much i was also thinking about kelly's podcast from insecure and how i wish that were real i really feel like my only complaint from that last season is that we didn't get more Kelly podcast content. Agree. But agree. Oh well. Um <laughs> I'm trying to decide between two of mine. Um okay. I've rewatched a couple episodes of the OC recently. And they're, like, always going to that one bar that Olivia Wilde works at. (laughs) And it just, in that show, I think people have fake IDs. I don't think this is actually, like, a bar for high schoolers. But I do think that a place for high schoolers to hang out and, like, 
have non-alcoholic drinks and just like chill and like have live music and stuff like that it probably exists in like some areas but like i wish i had a place like that to hang out with to hang out on weekend Mm -hmm. nights as a high schooler that's i mean high schoolers aren't that lucrative so it probably wouldn't be that great of a business but would be a safe place for high schoolers to hang yeah i love it i feel like there's some kids that maybe could come up with a good plan and make good money off of that and that's actually so funny that you say that because one of my bonuses very different but a similar idea i said the (laughs) sugar bowl from arthur where they go get ice cream and just (laughs) hang out after school oh my gosh yes in shows there's always like a cool hangout spot and like the diner in like friday night lights exactly and like i haven't watched riverdale but isn't there like a diner there too or something yeah yeah so it's like why can't that be in real life? I did not have one yeah. one cool hangout that literally everyone always just went to. Very mm-hmm. sad. That's a great idea. Um, My number one, I had to go with the banter app from Ted Lasso. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can't believe I didn't even think about that. Uh, yes. I absolutely truly think that that is a great idea for a dating app. Um, yes, it's actually very funny because I just realized how similar it is to I did just start the new episode or the new season of Love is Blind because I just keep seeing people talking about I'm still so sad that it's only being released like week to week in chunks. I know because I feel the same way. I feel like I'm being left out, but I also cannot handle another week to week show. I know the chunks of episodes seem like they're pretty big. And I've got to tell you. Especially after watching Dollface, which is half an hour or less. These episodes are an hour and they feel so long. Because I'm only in the pods right now. And I'm just like, okay, like, just show me who they pick and let's move on. Because this (laughs) is really slow. But I'm still excited. I did forget how just funny and entertaining the show is and i was like wow this kind of is like banter because you're literally just talking to them you don't see a photo but you can tell like sometimes the things people say are more of a turn off or turn on than how they look you know Mm -hmm. and so i feel like i like how they used banter in ted lasso how it's like you really get to know someone or you can really find out who you do not click with really fast and it has nothing to do with what they look like yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't even really think because when you brought in Love is Blind, I was like, oh, no, does she wish that the pods were real? <laughs> but that does make sense that it's basically banter IRL. <laughs> I'm like, I have news. I'm signing up to do <laughs> Love is Blind season three. <laughs> I mean, you can't help I but mean, think like what what you would you be like in that situation on TV, you know? Yeah. But I just like. I can't imagine the anxiety levels. I mean, I feel like this podcast at some point, one of us has to apply for some sort of TV show to really take it to the next level. (laughs) That sounds like a threat. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know who's being threatened there. I feel threatened. And America feels like that threat to the world. (laughs) That would just... Oh, man. (sighs) well my number one is something i feel like i've discussed on this podcast before but i went through my notes to like see when and where and i couldn't figure it out so if you remember please tell me but 
Um, the weather machine from the ultimate Christmas present, which was a Disney Channel original movie. Oh my gosh! That Santa Claus had <laughs> he, a machine that like could control the weather so that he could like travel to all the houses. And wow, um, it's funny that Brenda Song is in this movie, and she is one of the main characters of Dollface. Anyway, I just think that weather machine is so brilliant. I recently saw a video of that was kind of a conspiracy theory that was being shared that was talking about how the Air Force has started to learn how to control the weather. And (sighs) I have a friend who's in the Air Force, so we were talking about how hilarious this conspiracy theory was. But like, and then I was in New York and we just kept talking about like, wow, I really wish that the Air Force could control this weather happening right now. It's so cold. Like, just make it warm for one day. And I really wished I had that weather machine. So that's my number one. It'd be booming business that, right now. Seriously. That's an amazing answer. It's like why I always think that if I had a superpower, I would want Storm from X-Men who can control the weather. Like, oh, is that what you would say is your preferred superpower? No, I don't know if that would be my preferred, but I definitely think about it a lot. <laughs> I think it would be great to teleport, personally. Mm-hmm. That's my number I one. I mean, why? there's nothing better than that. I don't need to read what people are thinking. No. I don't need to, like, be invisible. Mm-hmm. I don't Teleporting. even... Teleporting? Wow. And then, like, I wouldn't want to fly. I would want to teleport. You're not at the mercy yes. of anything for travel. I don't want to be up against any time. No. I just want to be from one place to the other in a tip of the hat. (laughs) (sighs) That's how I teleport. I put on a hat and tip it. I tip my hat to that answer (laughs) and the way you said it. (laughs) Thank you. No, it would be the best. I do do think it would be cool to stop time from the movie Clockstoppers specifically. Mm. But teleporting, I just don't think there's a better superpower than that. But... Controlling the weather is like a in the top five for sure. Maybe even the top three. <laughs> I'm glad you agree. Mm-hmm. Um all right. We've totally realized this episode is basically a ton of news and a little dash of dollface, but it's I'm still very excited to hear how Jordan felt about Dollface season two because I haven't heard. Drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. I loved it. It feels so long since I watched season one, but I feel like maybe I liked season two even more than one. Yeah, I think maybe because like in season one, it was more of like I had to kind of adjust to how it like goes in and out of like reality. Mm-hmm. Where in season two, it was just like the second it happens. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about how they do this and I love it. Yes, I agree. And like, I liked exploring, because in season one, she's like kind of trying to um, rekindle friendships. And in this one, like the friendships are strong, but what problems arise for them now, you know? Yeah, I really, really enjoyed it because um, I mean... I really related to it as a person who is turning 30 this year. It was very (laughs) relatable to me. Except I was... Kat Jennings is six years older than me. So, like... And she looks older to me. So, I was like, I'm having a hard time believing she's turning 30 because she's Mm -hmm. older than 30. But... um, 
it still just felt like so many of the things that go on in my brain mm-hmm. were stolen from me and put into a TV show. Yes. It's it's so good at like making you be like, oh, I'm normal. Like these are all valid worries that I've had or I've talked to friends about. Like it was so relatable and like I feel like there's not that many shows about like late 20s, early 30s people that was this relatable. Like mm-hmm. they have yeah, I don't know. Like like I guess some of their jobs are maybe a little more glamorous than I can relate to, but all their anxieties were like so grounded in what real people feel. Totally. Yeah, I totally agree. And yeah, just like made me realize this is probably I love talking about this because I'm very fascinated by it. So I and I know I've brought it up on the podcast before, but like just like universal feelings where like you think you're by like these feelings that you're feeling are like no one else knows about them. Like specifically when it comes to like breakups, like you feel like you're the only person who's ever experienced this hurt before. But in reality, literally everyone experiences these same things. So I was kind of like it was reassuring seeing that like, oh, like these feelings are not just my feelings. They're feelings of every 30 year old woman. Mm hmm. Yeah, I liked that they um they kind of covered a lot of ground because they have these four main characters. So like they could each kind of go through all these different relatable things. Like there were a lot of like professional anxieties and fears and successes that they kind of covered a lot of ground on, which was really cool. Um obviously with relationships and like romantic relationships, but then also like insecurities between friends in a friend group and just different it was just like really it they covered a lot of ground without making it feel like issue of the week you know like it all felt very natural um and I think like I love all the actors in it like they were all Mm -hmm. so good um something I said to Taylor and I'm pretty sure I said this when we discussed season one is that like Shay Mitchell's so good in this show and I don't really get to see her I feel like the other things I've seen her in it's like they're too dramatic of roles and like they're almost more soap opera-y and I don't I feel like she actually shines when she's like in a comedy and it's more lighthearted, but she still gets to do kind of emotional stuff like I just think she's so good in this and like really stands her ground with I mean we just talked about Brenda Song who's been working forever like she's kind of an icon and -hmm. she's so good yeah I totally agree I feel like all of them do such a good job and like they all have really great chemistry and um yeah I agree they all kind of it's just like this weird show that I like can never I feel like no I've never really heard of a lot of people watching but I'm like it's so good Mm -hmm. and so I just want everyone I know to watch it yeah it's really fun and it it I I think we kind of talked about this last week when we started watching it too where it kind of flies by too like I was like oh my gosh I'm already halfway done with this season yes you could just sit down and watch both seasons in like one night, honestly. Yeah. If you wanted to. You totally could. Really put your mind to it. <laughs> if you're hard workers like us. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> Anything else? 
I don't I don't really have anything else to add. I feel like I want more people to watch it. I was going to say like Same. I'm yeah, I just think that <laughs> I hope for a third season and I think this is a great show. Same. Ditto. Who's your crush of the week? I mean, Matthew Gray Goobler is just such a crush. Like he's so crushworthy. He's mine too, but because I was so sad we didn't get to see him more <sighs> I know. in the season. I liked I liked the reasoning why that was happening because I also I feel like it was mm-hmm. very realistic. It was such a realistic, yes. relatable situation. But it was sad because it's him and so it means that he, we didn't get to see him as much. He's so cute. Yes. He's so cute and he was just like a great character. And I was telling Jordan this previously, but it's just so funny to me because his hair is so crazy and like very untamed. And like anyone else with that hair, it's like, no. But because Matthew Gray Goobler is like 6'4", it's like, okay, it's fine. (laughs) And even me, who prefers a shorter man, is into it. (laughs) It's also like his hair looks wet. Like, why does it sometimes look so, like, wet, but still messy and dry? It's odd. It doesn't make sense. But it's very, very odd. When you're basically, like, a supermodel, though, I guess you can just pull off some looks. It's true. I guess he's six one. I just needed to correct <sighs> that. Still. You know I have a thing about voices. His voice is, like, so appealing and cute to me. Like, just the way he says stuff. I love that. That's some great reasoning. Not that you need any other reasoning, but if you want to see anything, go to the season two, episode three on IMDb. The like photo for that episode is Matthew is him and his hair is just so bad. Like it looks like it was like freshly permed (laughs) and then like combed out. (laughs) It is so. And it just makes me LOL. And the way that those bangs are, like, separated from the the back of his yes. hair, which is, like, my personal pet peeve when it happens to me. Doesn't it look yep, wet? It's literally happening to me today. It's just, yes, it looks it's wet. It's shiny in the wrong way. <laughs> yes. But look at his cute face. He's adorable. Wow. I still love him. He's so cute. Um, yeah, so if we didn't convince you already to watch it, who knows? Everyone loves Matthew Gray Goobler. There's just something for everyone with him. Truly. All right. Well, there you have it. Dollface season two. We recommend it and would love for you to watch it. Next week, we will be discussing Euphoria season two. It ends this week. And wow, are we excited to discuss. Very excited. And... How many hours could we actually talk about this show, you know? Endless. A lot. So, it's going to be, I think it's going to be good, but I'm nervous. Because <laughs> we're there's preparing just, how to discuss. There's just so much to unpack. <laughs> there's so much to unpack in this show. Like, we could have been doing, like, an episode for per each episode, I feel Every like. Every episode. But yeah. we'll get it done. Because we are unpaid professionals <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what we are we are hobbyists who love tv 
where I, at first I thought I what I heard you say was lobbyists. So it was like TV lobbyists. <laughs> we are that lobbyists. too. We 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 lobby on the podcast for shows to make adjustments and give free mm-hmm. ideas all the time. Mm-hmm. So evil TV executives really should be like listening for these like not famous podcasts and like steal the ideas. That's what they if they're like really evil, that's what they would do. <laughs> There's a bonus business idea for everyone. And this will be a test to see if any executives are listening. (laughs) Oh, boy. I love it. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.